Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Why Aren't You a Doctor Yet? The only podcast that uses real science to answer the questions that you actually have. Things like, why is the sky the way it is? Why does the ground do that thing it does? And when did all lives begin to matter? My name is Alex Lathbridge. I'm your host with me today. I've got, as always, Oz Ismail. Hey, hey. And Sahel Patel. What up, fools? One of these men knows a lot about science. One of these men knows a lot about currency used in chicken shops. I'll let you decide who is who. But today, we are talking news. News. What have you guys seen in the week? Some shit has happened. Okay, so I saw some news that was, again, very cutting edge, but also very... uh, uh annoying some maybe slightly upsetting and also controversial so some scientists have developed artificial intelligence that they claim can read faces and determine if the if the person is gay mm, wow. some gaydar basically basically they've developed a real gaydar using Damn. artificial intelligence now at, at the surface this story looks very like it's sort of um i don't know i've Is it cool? It's not cool. It's not cool. Because basically, straight away, what I thought was, okay, this is kind of propagating this idea that you can judge people based on their appearance. Mm. That's not okay on any level. Mm. But then if you go a little bit deeper, this is actually, if it is true, if this actually works the way they say it does, this is a problem because... Mm. There are a lot of countries still where it's illegal to be gay. Yeah. And if this gets into the wrong hands... It could could, be used. yeah, Yeah, they could completely use it to start... You know, to, to not start mm. torture of gay people is already happening. Mm. Um, to kind of justify it almost, or like use it as a tool to kind of carry out this torture. Yeah. So, uh, so I've been reading a bit about this, and uh, on one hand, pe- uh, the, the study itself, it's not flawed, but it, it just used a very small sample size mm. and um, a selection, if you like. Cause okay. So explain what what did they do in the study. So they went on, uh, uh, I think they took social media and dating profiles. But when they did select these people, they were all white men. And they used profiles that had things uh, that they'd like, like, you know, gay stuff, basically. Like gay and fabulous. Pages that that are named like that. Or they use dating sites where, and it was only using men who were white and out. And using dating, using photos from dating sites and even Facebook, people only put sort of the most attractive version of themselves. So 
they the, what what the artificial intelligence has done, if I understand this correctly, is it's used a lot of features from these pictures and decided what counts as a gay feature. And what some people argue is that it uses it tends to le- lean towards more sort of feminine features to, mm. to say that a person is gay or not. Um, is it linked but, to like hormones and stuff like people's hormones and? Well, so that that comes in separately. So this mm. the, the artificial intelligence itself only just literally uses a picture of a person. Mm. So it kind of tries to learn what is a gay feature. Yeah. Know? But you could argue that that's all that's doing is kind of taking us backwards and saying, oh, if you look a certain way, you're gay. Or it's propagating an unrealistic sort of sense of uh, what it is to be like an attractive gay man, which is mm. not healthy. So you're saying it's subjective to degree, to degrees, isn't it? Like, yeah. So mm. what? What? So as I understand that you've taken a piece of software mm. and sort of this artificial intelligence, so sort of machine yeah. learning, mm. and so you've trained it to recognize features. Mm-hmm. So they've taken images of people that they've said are gay mm-hmm. and only in men who are white male. Yeah. And they've said, okay, this is the way that gay people look. Yeah. And also um, there, are, there are certain other sort of, I don't want to call them flaws, um, but maybe they're flaws. So it only takes people who are known to be gay or known to be not gay. So already there's like a 50-50 chance. So it, it doesn't mean that this software 100% works, but it's leading towards that let's take and it let's take a person's appearance, surface appearance and make some kind of judgments about what they are. Mm. I think there's this weird fascination with it like there's been obviously like you know I said gaydar, I mean mm. the idea the concept of being able to have someone gay straight away like has existed. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, this what's the fascination in it? I think you know people. All of us exist on a spectrum. There's like a Kinsey, what's yeah. it called, the Kinsey scale, or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. So, like, I don't you, think it's so black point. and like, white. What is, what is yeah. the, first of all, what is the purpose of this? Yeah. And uh, the only thing I, for me, I mm. get really defensive about this and go, this can be abused, and this is really bad. Mm-hmm. In, you know, places where it's not. It's like a witch hunt almost in a way. Yeah, yeah. And we're going back to like we're going back to a place where we're going to make judgments about people based on the appearance. It applies not just to gay or straight. Yeah. But also, are they going to start looking at like they already say that you can they can use this technology to yeah. determine your IQ to determine if you're more likely to co- commit a crime. Yeah. Like, all based on appearance, like that's really dangerous to mm. to teach a software to do that. So at least in this instance they've messed up a bit because they've only used sample images from white males yeah yeah i mean we know fully that there are no brown people who are gay just culturally we don't do that right it doesn't exist yeah who who are these people well well, they exist yeah but say they did exist my girlfriend's in canada Yeah, I, I use grinders to make make friends. Yeah, I need to like diversify my friend yeah, pool for FIFA. Yeah, um, <laughs> research FIFA. Um, no, no, so they've they, they're going to be based on white features. So you're saying that in these countries that already do torture people or mm. you know, don't have very good LGBT plus rights, what? I mean, this software is in early stages. Mm-hmm. I mean, although it could then be expanded out to hit 
you know non-white people yeah right now at least we're safe but the idea is scary as fuck mm. the idea is very scary from that from safety point of view but also from a mental health let's do it from mental health point of view okay mm-hmm. so there is also some research been done recently that says that actually men have uh are get like men of today mm. have a huge problem with their self image their body image more actually more than women and it's because uh we're propagating this idea of what is what what it is to be an ideal man an ideal woman like what is that where does that come from and what like what it's really doing is it's making a lot of us both men and women mentally unhealthy because we're tr- constantly trying to achieve these unachievable yeah um, ideal body images but that that does beg the question what is this ideal body image and where does it come from what is your ideal body image I don't know like I'd say one that is of me mm. um preferably PNG JPEG um, <laughs> you know, nah, high, nah, like, tiff, bro. Come nah, on, man. I want, I'm a high, I want, I want a high quality file. <laughs> you can't compress this beauty. I mean, I'm inherently <laughs> attractive as a man. Very um, humble too. Ah. No, honestly, <laughs> as a woman, I'd be attractive as well. I, however, I identified, yeah. I'd be peng. Um, so, <laughs> so, another word. I've so, so you know, that's that's my ideal. <laughs> So like Super Superdrug did this uh project called uh Perceptions of Perfection mm. where they took a, a a picture of an average man and an average woman yeah and they gave it to many different countries to artists of many different countries and they asked groups of artists to kind of turn use photoshop to turn this man and this woman oh, yeah, into I saw that. Yeah. what they thought was ideal and mm. it's very telling when you look at these images they're really different aren't they very different and what struck me was when i looked at the men the one of the states oh my god like this man they turned an average man into Mm. like this muscular symmetrical person that didn't even reflect the original person really yeah yeah and the the, the symmetricalness of it like what what is what is it in like it's that idea of perfection isn't it or like you know i I guess uh, you're right i think it's cultural 100 percent. because like when i think about it to be honest i love a fat booty you know what i'm saying i do understand what you're saying booty but what, I'm, what, I, what I want to know is, is there science in attractiveness? What is the science of attractiveness? But look, as long as we're talking about booties, it's all good. Okay, we're I'm gonna, down. We're going to jump <laughs> straight into the discussion. Booty science. So, discussion for today. Yeah. Is there a science behind attractiveness? I think there is. I don't know it myself. Maybe you can enlighten me. Is there a science behind attractiveness? I mean, there are a lot of studies, that surprising number of studies that people actually do. I was, first of all, I was actually surprised that people do get funded to do this. It's great, but also some of the studies are brilliant. So there <laughs> is, what, first of all, what is attractive? Attractiveness is so many different things, okay? Yeah. Um, some For some people, it's, uh, say, depending on like what gender you are as well, like how fat you are, how thin you are, uh, what size like certain organs are like what boob size penis size like there's a whole and then also like facial facial features mm. how symmetrical your face is there's so many things okay so let's break it down because you said a lot of big words there that used i'm going to say more than one syllable oh that's very confusing for me even the word syllable is confusing for sale break it down okay break sil- it down g la bull but <laughs> let's start with men 
finding women attractive. Yes. So one study points out that women with a waist to hip ratio of 0.7, that's the most attractive. You can break it down into a science. Wow. Waist to hip ratio of 0.7. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And how many, how many women fit into this? I'm going to say not a lot. Mm. Mm. So like in some countries, like you said, yeah. Now, yeah. like you like a booty, it's cultural. Yeah. In some countries, a waist hip ratio of 0.9. A mm. bit, you know, a very bit interesting. More... I'm more point seven two. I'm very particular. He's got a particular value. <laughs> okay, okay. Do you He's... measure the women you date? Uh, absolutely. It's the first thing I do. Wow. Take out the protractor. No get the tape single. measurer. Are you single? Uh, it's complicated. Uh, okay. <laughs> that's the thing. Maybe so stop measuring people. It won't be so complicated. Because we've gone for that idea of the hourglass figure, but actually, it's a mm. lot more. Fluid yeah, there. but to be fair, I never really think about that. Like, I don't think a girl. I I will look at a person who I find attractive, and I'll be like, "Oh, yeah, they're attractive." But I don't think, "Oh, wow, they got they got a weightish ratio of zero point seven two. Like, that's not actually a thing you do, is it? It's just all subconscious. But then also, but then when you say when yeah. you look at someone, like what we are, we are yeah. humans. We do look at someone and we make some judgments about people, right? Mm. Where mm. does like attractiveness is subjective, mm. but like historically, yeah, there were like reasons why some women were like considered attractive or some men were considered attractive. Fertility, I guess, or yeah. whatever. So yeah. there's one study which, uh, well, I say there are a lot of studies, but there's one such feature that's been looked at. So mm -hmm. breast size in okay. women. Mm. Um, what about men? I'm sorry, not in men, <laughs> uh, but sort of the idea of women as the resource gatherers. Yeah. So the idea that uh, larger breasts are more attractive to men, especially men from low socioeconomic uh, sort of factors. So really, yeah, man. So mm. the saying is, well, uh, that girl has big breasts. Yeah. Therefore, she has access to resources. Yeah. Therefore, 
it's a good idea to be with someone like her. Mm. But isn't it traditionally the men are the resource bringers? Yeah, but at the same time, mm. man, like no one wants to see your boobs. Oh. <laughs> but no one wants that. I thought we were segueing into that. We discussed this before. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. So there's something incredibly fascinating when we yeah. turn to look at men. What's mm-hmm. attractive in men? Mm. So just take a look at exhibit a bro well we might actually have to we're going to do a little experiment okay there go on guys take a look at your hands i left them at home all right pick a hand any hand let's go with your right hand which one is that again it's the one on the right okay so look at your ring finger that's your little finger look at your ring finger oh yeah that's your (laughs) index finger look at there we go all right now (laughs) now look at your index finger yeah. Is your index bigger than your ring or is your ring bigger than your index? That's that one, yeah. Okay. They're almost the same size. Although I have mangled hands. I'm finding this very complicated. Okay, you, can put, you can put all your fingers up, yeah? You just have to compare the height. Okay. Uh, my This one is bigger than that one. Which one's bigger than what? That one. You have to say it. My, uh, in, my ring finger mm-hmm. is larger than my index finger. So it's longer. Yes, that's the one. Mine look the same. Okay. So something interesting there. Mm. It's called the 2D to 4D ratio. And so... Mm. I, I watched a movie in 4D once. It's good. Yep. That's what time will do for you. <laughs> but it's actually really interesting. So a very select study um, oh. sort of said that that's linked to the amount of testosterone that you receive in the womb. Okay. Yeah. Hormones. And it's actually said that that can correlate to penis size. Oh, so, oh, wow. so if you've got a longer, if your ring finger is longer than your index finger, yeah. chances are you have a bigger penis. I can verify that. <laughs> <laughs> I have a penis. So Don't get your penis out. It's not that kind of show. Listen, I've already had it out this whole time. Oh, no. <laughs> Put it away then. But that's the thing. And that's really interesting. I hope everyone so, at home is doing this. Yeah, but everyone like, take okay, your penis okay, out. Okay, so and... this this study. Let's get into this study, okay? No, these studies are all flawed. These studies are all inherently. But this is what I mean. Like, like they're how, all bad. I mean, this study. The, the way they did this study, yeah. okay, is they got someone. They anesthetized men. <laughs> then they got them to, someone to measure their flaccid penis. That sounds like fun. And then they got <laughs> them to stretch it out and measure it again. <laughs> yeah. That, I would not want to be the one doing that experiment. <laughs> but people volunteered for this to happen. Well, I wouldn't mind having my penis stretched. I wouldn't want to be doing this. But stretching. it's all under anesthesia. It's like, mm. s- sounds slightly like fiddly. Yeah, but then this whole 2D, 4D ratio thing, isn't, doesn't that also have like correlations to mm. uh, attractiveness based on body odor and based on many other things? <laughs> so many things yeah mm. how accurate is it though like, not at all honestly okay. don't. i you smell f- like vanilla and fried chicken this okay. is true <laughs> but then okay let, let's take something that's because attractiveness is always going to be subjective mm-hmm. okay it's the it's things like and this is my problem with what i said earlier about the news story with using this face recognition technology yeah is it's taking people's like dating profiles where they make themselves look really attractive and they propagate this idea that this is what it is to be an attractive gay man mm. it's a very unhealthy thing to to promote mm. when exactly. I, okay when i go online on a dating profile it's either <laughs> all torsos of muscular men mm. or the ones that do have faces or have facial hair mm. now all three of us have beards 
Do you want to jump us? <laughs> I mean, I have locked you in a room. Hey. It's quite hot. There ain't nothing wrong. And also, yeah. has already admitted to having his penis out the whole time, so I don't even have to try very hard. Yeah, that's true. But beards, okay, beards um, can be easy attractive, though. right? Beards can be attractive. And, like, what is it about the beard? Like, is it the fact that it suggests that you're quite, like, testosterone-y? Or, like, is it a masculine thing? Or is it mm. just you trying to hide some, like, features that you don't like? Like, people have beards for different reasons. Yeah, well, I think, yeah, I think you're right. People have beards a lot of time. I mean, it's in fashion now. Mm. Uh, is it, though? It's like hipsterism is, it, like, it's, dying. It's, I think it? we've, yeah. we've, it's, it's become too in vogue. We've, we've passed peak beard. Probably, yeah, yeah, completely. Peak I mean, I, mm. like that's why I have a beard because it's not like not cool anymore because I don't follow trends. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So I'm two years late to all fashion. So trends. some people think beards are attractive, some people don't. It's inherently subjective. But one thing, mm. men, women, no, whoever you're attracted to, both can agree on. It's apparently symmetrical faces. Yeah. People, okay. You go for people with symmetrical faces. Mm. Interesting. So like when uh, that study I said earlier about the super drug one. Mm. It's funny you say that because the states they make the man look so symmetrical to the point where he looked like a Ken doll. Yeah, you want a bit of like it's those imperfections in people that make them interesting. Yeah, right? makes them who they are. Like yeah. I tried this once, right? I put my I put my face into one of those kind of face editing softwares, mm, mm. and then I tried like divided in half and made my, a mirror image of my face, and mm. it, it's I, I don't know if. I liked it. It's it was, weird. Yeah. yeah. You don't have all the bits of you. Yeah. So based off of that, based off of these things that we've talked about, mm. do you think science can make you more attractive? Do you think that beards are more attractive? Um, Again, it's subjective. Like I like mm. beards for certain length. If it's like really long, it depends on the guy. Like some guys mm. can pull it off, but then that's my my kind of perception i i think that guy is attractive with a long beard yeah somebody else might be like no that's not attractive someone else might be like no that's really attractive i think human like attractive like or i think it's more complex than that i think it's like if someone has if someone's like a good someone's like funny for example then it makes them more attractive in other ways like, this is true oh you know? is this yeah okay yeah i see what you meant so for me like beards on ladies not maybe not that ideal situation it's all about personality but you know personality yeah man like, so to or, or sometimes like some some people can have like one feature about them mm. like their eyes or their teeth yeah they're just like elbows well i'm afraid <laughs> that eyes teeth or elbows None of these things are on the science reading list that i've read through this week and so we cannot discuss them so what are we discussing? Right now, <laughs> we're going to wrap it up. Wrap it up. Okay. Do you think science can teach us about what it is to be attractive? I don't think so. I think attractiveness changes through the, through times, mm. through seasons, and it's always going to be subjective. So how? I think we can start try to start to understand what it means to be attractive or be attracted to someone in a scientific term. But yeah, I agree with Ozzy. I think it changes and it's largely cultural and subjective. So I don't think... I don't think it's a simple thing to explain necessarily. We have two very vague answers <laughs> from two. No, motherfucker. <laughs> We've got two very vague answers from one very smart and one very experienced man. Yes, yes, I'll take that. I didn't say which was which. <laughs> they could have been both yeah, the same so person. Hell. Yeah, so I'm, full of yourself. I'm very. You think you're attractive, or you're full of yourselfness. <laughs> Well, we'll never know. We'll never know. Great mystery. So we'll never know if science can really make us more attractive. Maybe mm. science can. 
but we aren't going to discuss it right now. Okay. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. I've been Alex Athbridge. I'm Oz. Sue the Shoe. And this is Why Aren't You a Doctor Yet? Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. So you might be thinking, oh my god, how do I hear more about this amazing podcast that combines humour, entertainment, pop culture, and cutting-edge science? Or you might be thinking, oh wow, these guys are geniuses, and I have questions that only they can answer. Or you might be thinking, oh wow, these guys aren't even real doctors, and I know way more about science than them, and I want them to know this, so how do I let them know this as quickly as possible? So what you've got to do for us right now is leave us an iTunes review. I know you hear it everywhere, but it's super important because we want that sweet internet validation. Or you can send us your questions or comments by email. It's at whynotdoc at gmail.com. And if you want to stay up to date with what we're doing, you can go by social media. It's at whynotadoc on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Remember, iTunes review, follow us on social media, annoy us by email. Thanks. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.